Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends around the country. We're still in coronavirus pandemic 2020, so no sports, but we can still talk about sports. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by regular co-host Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, our newest addition, Anthony Malafronte down in Tampa, Florida, and correspondent from the middle of the country, <laughs> North Platte, Nebraska, a young yep. Jake Drylinger joining us. Let's start with you, Bill. How are you? Welcome to the weekly conversation amongst friends. Uh, doing good. You know, slightly stir crazy. Did not leave the building today. Uh, that's pretty rare. Usually I try to get out and do something, but was stuck inside, really busy with the webinars and conversations. Um, I, I want to share a quick story. I was on a phone call for two hours and 15 minutes with an elderly woman, a realtor, and we spent 10 minutes on Remind and two hours and five minutes on how to open up the export in Excel. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's, you know how my day went. That's, that was rough. Thank God I, I got to you, play golf Saturday and Sunday. Teaching, <laughs> teaching technology over the phone is so hard. Oh. You're like, okay, what are you looking at right now? Okay. Yep, do you see yep. an X in the corner? Yep. No. Are you looking in the no. corner? <laughs> what, which corner? In the top Were right you corner. listening? Were you listening to my call? <laughs> <laughs> Look, so, look, here's the deal. I, I had to say this. I go, you have Windows 10, right? She's all, what does that mean? I, I, said, I said, are there a bunch of like, if, is there a little thing in the corner? It looks like a Microsoft logo, the bottom corner. She goes, yeah. I go, click on that. She goes, she clicks on it. I go, is there a bunch of colored squares? She goes, yeah. I go, okay, we're in the right path. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps, right? It was so bad. But, you know, she, she was so nice and it Bill, was rough. Bill, just think, there was probably a kid working in a grocery store today. And someone asked where something was, and he says it's on aisle seven. And they said, where's that? It's between, it's between six and eight, you know? And they literally had to, to help someone. So all things considered, you were in a uh, comfortable place. You had a, you know, you had a f- fridge full of beverages. 3.15 to 5.30, Sean. That's all I want to say. 3.15 Thank you. You, you get you. Channel 6's Good Samaritan of the Day Award. Good job. Okay. Todd, what's going on? So it brings me back to last week, uh, my company, I got my phone upgraded, um, found out I was eligible for a new phone in January of 2017, and I just got it last week. So I went from a six to an 11, which is really cool. Uh, Long story short, the guy in IT was very, very patient, and I thanked him um, for helping me uh, uh, get get through some hoops. So anyway, no, good weekend. Don't you like the way they say that you're eligible for an upgrade, meaning you're eligible to pay us $1,000 for a phone? That's all it means, right? It doesn't mean you get a free phone. It's, it just means that you don't have to pay any, like, transfer fees. Uh, not, not when it's a work phone, Sean. You don't pay too oh, much. Okay. No, okay. I, it's a company phone, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear so, that part that it was a company. Company phone. Nice. Mal, what's I, going on? I may not have shared, but no, good week. Real good weekend, so. No, the, the weekend was, uh, was uh, two rounds of golf. Neither of them all that great. Um, while I was, uh, that's right, Bill, they were, they were not that good. Um, <laughs> while I was, uh, prepping Easter dinner on Saturday night, I, I, I cut the, the tip of my finger off. Okay, Jerry. It's the tiny piece. Ooh. It hurt. And swinging a golf club, the, the, it was throbbing like crazy. Um, so golf is, uh, and my new swing change is still a work in progress. Um, but we did have. But what are uh, we working on? What are we working on now, Anthony? Aim. I'm working on alignment, aim, aim and and turning my hips in the right spot with my arms. I'm getting yeah. all. Um, sometimes pulling I'm, a lot. Are you coming over the top and pulling everything? When I hit it bad, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, that was my miss this weekend. Big yep. time left. Yeah. And uh, normal and, and or I get stuck on my backside and then I hit the big slice. Oof. Yeah. I, I try to, I, I almost, I slow down too much and, but I mean, I, I'm hitting some good shots and it's starting to feel better. We'll, we'll get that figured out. We had my son, daughter-in-law and grandbaby over for Easter, which was, uh, which was very nice. Uh, you know, we did, we've done a whole bunch of social distancing around here regarding our own family. They don't live that far from here. Um, and, uh, for me, uh, this holiday, will always remind me of my mom. Uh, uh, Good Friday, Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and, and Easter were her days. Uh, um, 
I mean, I, I'm 60 some odd years old and this is the first Palm Sunday where I didn't get a piece of Palm either handed to me by my mother or in an envelope. Mm. So, uh, we made a few little dishes, uh, like an homage to mom a little bit. It was, it was kind of nostalgic for, for me personally to just be thinking of mom during these, these days. Yeah. Good, man. Well, here's your mom. That's awesome. I, yeah, uh, she was a good lady. I had a, a, a weekend where I played some golf and didn't play good as I sent, I texted you guys, but Mal, I enjoyed watching you. I didn't watch your Facebook live from the golf course, but I watched the replay and, um, it's kind of funny because because you know when you're showing yourself and then you said Bill hold the thing you were swinging left-handed because you're you know it was reversed right. and I thought damn the guy's already starting to play left-handed down there it's pretty impressive <laughs> and then you figured out you figured out that you could turn the camera the, the other direction and, uh, that, that's a little tip for Todd with his new phone there is actually on the on the video you can flip it around without having to flip it around you can just hit the little arrows <laughs> but we weren't doing that at first <laughs> yeah we we're having fun. So it was, it, was, it was a good time, but I, uh, one thing I want to share, I, um, I've been walking, I've been going down on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to see my mom. You know, she lives on the side of town in the house we grew up in, and she's 83 years old, and really just following the rules of, you know, the, this shelter in place, and, and so my brother and I trade off doing groceries for her, and after a couple of weeks of being in the house, you know, the only thing she did to go outside each day was to fill the bird feeder, and so I said, all right, mom, I'm coming down tomorrow morning, We're going, I'm, I'm making you walk around the block, with me. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll walk in the road, you walk on the sidewalk, and she didn't fight me on it. She, she thought it was a good idea. And so every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I go down and she, she texts me the night before saying, are we, are we walking tomorrow? So I call it the Ox- Octogenarian Walking Club. I stop at Starbucks on the way and I get her, her latte. Uh, and that's her reward for, for doing the walk. And, uh, and on Saturday, let's see, on Friday, Good Friday, she shares with me, with me, Mal, we're walking, we're almost back to her house. And she says, hard to believe that Sunday will be the first time in 83 years I haven't been in a church on Easter. It, you know, kind of puts it in perspective for someone like my mom, who's this super Catholic, yep. you know, I mean, my, my Nana until the day she died was going to church, you know, every single day. That was my mom, Sean. Yeah. What well, that's what, made, that's what made me think of it. And, uh, and I got down there today, today it was pouring down rain this morning. I texted her and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to come down early to bring your coffee. Cause it's pouring, you know, I'm sure you're not going to want to walk, but I'll get your coffee and that way I can get some work done. So I didn't, I don't dress for walking in the rain. I get down there and she's standing in the garage with her raincoat on. Nice. And I said, are you serious? And she goes, I want to go for a walk. And I'm like, oh, no problem. So I grabbed a umbrella out of her car and we, we went for a nice little walk in the rain. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I was really, I put on Facebook uh, or on, on Instagram stories. I'm like, no one's got anything to bitch about today when an 83 year old lady wants to go walk in the rain just so she can get outside and exercise. So that's my hashtag. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> Stop it. So let's go to, I can't, let's go to our- I can't say anything. Oh my God. I would just, I'll- perspective thanks for that not a dose but a freaking shower of perspective thank you todd, todd let me have you introduce our, our 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 guest tonight i'll have you set him up and let him tell us about his little next adventure in his life where he's at now yeah sean um glad to uh, introduce uh, jake drylinger he is he's I'm, I'm the proud uncle he's my nephew uh my next closest uh, oldest sister um, older sister's son um, University of Florida graduate and uh, graduated. Sorry, go Gators. Gra- graduated with a journalism degree, and uh, up until about what two and a half weeks ago, was living in Broward County, Florida. Jake, why don't yep. you uh, t- take over from there? Yeah, so I ended up moving all the way out to North Platte, Nebraska. Uh, it's really weird because back home, I'm used to there being like my town, and then it's surrounded on all four sides by towns. Where here, it's North Platte, but then you have plains on all four sides and the nearest cities, maybe like 18 minutes away, 19 minutes away. So it's really cool to kind of see how small that town is. Um, but what was also really cool was it snowed yesterday. And you have to know as a Florida guy, it does not snow in Florida at all. <laughs> and I've only seen snow once when I was 10. Um, so naturally the first thing I did is I went out on my balcony and I tried to make a little snowman uh, and it just did not work at all. It just kind of crumpled and melted in my hands and my hands froze and I didn't know I needed gloves on because, you know, Florida man. Sean, uh, Sean will test. You need either wet or dry snow to make a snowman, right, Sean? Which, yeah. which is it? Wet. Which, wet. Yeah. So it must okay, have been a so dry snow. Was, yeah, it was powdery. It was powdery and it like flew everywhere and I don't, I don't know. I didn't even know there was a difference between wet and dry snow. 
That's a good thing. Hey, Jake, yeah, exactly. what are you, uh, Jake, what are you doing up there for, uh, why don't you br- briefly tell us what's, what's your, uh, occupation? Yep. So I am a sports reporter at the North Platte Telegraph. I actually just published my first two pieces on Friday. Uh, we're doing a thing called the lost season where we're interviewing coaches and seniors, uh, from local teams that aren't going to have a season anymore because of the coronavirus. Uh, so the one I did was a local, it's called St. Patrick's High School. They were on the golf team and the track team. I thought it was really cool about it, uh, especially on the golf team, was there was this one kid who missed out on his 12th varsity letter uh, because <sighs> the season got canceled. That's oh. something you don't see often. Wow. Yeah. And, you got to send Jake, us the links. Send us the links to those articles, Jake. Put it, get get him yeah, to He'll it. get them out. Yeah, it'd be yeah, great. We'll, yeah, you we'll got share it. We'll, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm following... I'm following the North uh, Platte Telegraph and obviously uh, at Jake Drylinger. Is that, is that your handle, Jake? I think. Yeah. No, right? uh, Drylinger Jake. Drylinger Jake. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get it. And Jake, also, just to drill down, um, what's your main focus sports wise? Is it like, aren't there like 16 high schools that that's going to be your job during the football yeah, season? There's, there's a, yeah, there's a good amount of high schools, but we tend to focus on the local high schools okay. more than kind of farther out. Um, because again, like I mentioned earlier, the nearest town's 19 minutes away. Um, so there's maybe like three or four high schools in North Platte. And then the next high school is going to be in the town of Maxwell, which is, I think, 30 minutes away. Um, so I'm, I will have to travel a distance, but mostly it's going to be covering the local. Okay. Hey, hey, Bill, admit it. Maxwell, Nebraska sounds like a character in a John Grisham book. <laughs> oh, there could be good. You could yeah. talk about Brady, Brady, Nebraska too. Nice. Okay. Brady, Brady, and Maxwell are pretty close. So, to so Jake, Jake, set the, set the scene. Nebraska in lo- is located. You know, Nebraska is kind of a square state, uh, rectangle. Where are you? Top left corner. You're opposite uh, of Lincoln. Well, you... I'm still in. I'm still in Central. It's a, it's it's Central and Mountain Time. It's like are you on the other away. side? Of, other side of Kearney. Yes. West of Kearney. I'm just yeah. Um, yeah, west of Kearney. Um, let's see. There's, you have Iowa on one side, and then you have like uh, we're two hours away from Colorado, four okay. hours from wow. Denver. Four hours from wow. Denver. That's that's, that's where you nice. flew in, right? Yeah. No, no, we flew into Omaha, which is also oh, four you? hours, which is also four hours away. But yes. I bet a cheaper ticket, maybe. Yes, so. I should have worn yes. my Creighton hat tonight. Yes, I, I've been to Omaha, Nebraska. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> I did. I, I did pass by Creighton. Yep. Ah, I should have worn my Broncos hat. Wait. No, you, fuck that. You'll, you'll get a who, who chance to go to your first. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get a chance to, to to. I'm sure you've heard it, Jake, already in the time you've been there. But you'll hear Nebraska yeah. nice a lot, and you'll you'll learn very quickly what Nebraska nice means. It just means there are some really good people there. I've got some good friends. Uh, been there many times to uh, present. I was at the Nebraska Association of Realtors Conference last year, so I got there a day early and went down to Lincoln, walked through uh, Memorial Stadium. You know, sells mm-hmm. out. You know, years and years and years of sellouts, regardless of their of their team. And Scott Frost, we'll see how he does this year if they if they play. But uh, good luck to you there. What what's 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 your first thing? Bill, Bill does a great job on his podcast of interviewing people. What's the first thing that you were instantly dispelled of a myth you had about Nebraska since you've been there? What's something you've learned about the city that you kind of already are, are digging? So that I die like. What's something yeah. I learned? Um, ooh. I think probably the first thing I learned was I kind of expected a little more hills because Colorado's so close. Um, I didn't realize it was all plains. And by all plains, I mean there's no mountains or hills whatsoever. I thought yeah. that was really cool to drive by and you see like cattle and uh, corn, like farms that are growing corn and everything. And that's the entire drive, all four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, the no, big question. Just- I can say the big question. Oh, I told you Jake, a story is, about. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how's, your mom, how's your mom doing? Because you're uh, not she there. Helped, yeah, true. She did help me move in, and I couldn't <laughs> okay. have done it without her at all. If, if I was just by myself, I don't think I'd have the apartment set up yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talked to her. I talked to her when we were down there. You know, I was down there over in Melbourne when I met you. Yep. And she yep. was uh, she was a little apprehensive about you getting this far away. So as soon as she saw the town, she was okay with it. Good. She really liked the Good. way it looked. She really liked everything about it. Awesome. It's, it's like everything else, right? It's the fear of the unknown. It's, you yeah. know, and exactly. then once you, once she got you there and, uh, he bought a car. I mean, he had to buy a car when he was there. Yep. Got it from one of the rental cars, right? Um, yeah. Enterprise. 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 Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So 
I mean, big, big life change. And we're, uh, goes without saying the entire family's proud of him. Um, graduated about a year ago. And I think, uh, has, he was working for Brooks brothers and it was kind of like, yep. all right, I don't care what the opportunity is. If I'm going to move my career on, I need to take that first step. And yep. He did it. And, uh, hey. here we go. Yeah. Very few exactly. sports writers, I think, very few sports writers can look back and say their first job was at the New York Times or Sports <laughs> Illustrated or something like that. So I, I think you've exactly. got to kind of cut your teeth in a small in a small town and then it becomes the, you know, where'd you start? You, did you start at Sports Illustrated or? Nope, I started in North Platte, Nebraska um, for the register or whatever it's called. The Telegraph, the Telegraph. The Telegraph. Yeah. Telegraph. And hey, hey, Jake, I apologize in advance for... Sean being so old, he said Sports Illustrated because I know that's not really a thing anymore. <laughs> no, it's still around. It's still it's there. online. You're right. You're right. Okay. Jake got a swimsuit it's, it's, it's issue. Not the same. So. Yeah, oh, swimsuit true. issue. I forgot. Okay. True. But it's not the same as when you got the magazine every week and you had to get the subscription or every month and then you had to get the subscription yeah. and they sent it and it was in it was mail. Awesome. It yeah. Was awesome. Now you just get everything online. Yeah. Now it's only right. twice a month too, right? I yeah, think so. I think so. Yeah. And they partner with uh, Maven, I think, which is another one of those media uh, companies out there. So pretty cool. Cool. So, so guys, let's, let's talk. My bedroom when I was growing up was Sports Illustrated covers. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I would yep. read the magazine and pull the covers I wanted off and just tape them all together. It was this huge maze. Todd, remember where you also saw those? Remember where those were hanging? Do you remember the penthouse in the... <clears throat> In your in your lockers, in your, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were up on our on our. We, we had those uh, Anthony uh, on our bottom of our loft in our fraternity house. We had about six years worth of uh, Sports Illustrated's covers shellacked and, and covered on the on the bottom loft. So yeah, wow, kind of that same thought process. Yep. Uh, and you my, know, it's, my buddy Brian Stentz from Columbus, Ohio, who I worked with when I was in the healthcare business, a uh, huge Ohio State Buckeye fan. He's got a Buckeye room in his basement. And he's got every Sports Illustrated cover of uh, Buck, uh, Ohio State, anyone from Ohio State football going back right. to the beginning. Right. He's got them framed and on the wall. Well, here's an – I'm pretty sure this is the right answer. But the three athletes that have been on there the most, most can you name them? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is one, but he's not number one. Arnold okay. Palmer? Nope. Come on, Jake. Help us out. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Jack. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas is one of them. <laughs> of oh, course. I knew that. Um, Joe Montana. No, it's an easy one. Oh, uh, here we go oh. again with easy oh, let's see. lyrics. Lost, be- lost photos. Lost covers. Um, it could be anything from like Michael Jordan to. There you go, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. There you go. Good there job, go. Jake. Yep. Jordan. Yeah, I can uh, contribute. Jordan, Ali, and Nicholas. And, now it's cool at Nearfield Village Golf Club. When you come from the locker room down to the pro shop and head out on the on the wall there, when you look down over the stairs, is all his covers of nice. Those nice. Days. Yeah, nice. Todd, hey, hey Sean, it's it's really weird that uh, I, was it Bill who brought up Sports Illustrated, and um, but April first, twenty twenty, this last April Fools was the thirty fifth anniversary of the Sid Finch story for Sports That's Illustrated. Awesome. So Jake, when, okay. when when you're bored, look up Sid Finch Sports Illustrated. It was uh, uh, one of the going to be tomorrow for sure. Oh, and, the, and by the way, it's like S Y D D for Sid. It's some crazy spelling of Sid, but Sid Finch. It's S S I D D. It's S I D D. Oh, S I D D. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's, it's it's one of the greatest uh, April Fools pr- successful pranks of all time, right? Um, and you're reading the article, and I remember my dad bought it, and he's like, oh. "This guy's this guy's going to be amazing." I don't want to give too much away. But, uh, he already did. Who, who wrote that article? Uh, George I'm, Plimpton. Will uh, Rizzer. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah. have fun George with that Plimpton. one, Jake. Yeah. Have fun the late George Plimpton. It's a great article. Um, guys, it was Master's Sunday this past week. It didn't feel like Easter. It didn't feel like Master's Sunday. Uh, someone sent out a text. I'm not sure. I think it might have been Todd saying, are you guys watching the replay of last year? Um, I did not watch it. Who, who did watch it? Mal, you watched it? Just because it was, it was on in the background or you sat and watched it? It was on in the background. But I, we, did you guys watch any of the other? Uh, they had Phil on. They had Jack's replay on, on think, I think, on Thursday or Friday from 86. Um, they had Tiger's first win. They had Mickelson's first win. And they played Tiger last year. Yep. 
I, I forget. I, I, I don't like watching replays. We talked about that, but I, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I was scanning the guide and I saw that there was a half hour left. I go, Oh, he's probably winning the, right about now. So I turned it on. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on the, uh, he was in the fairway on 18 and just to watch just to, you knew what was coming. Cause I, I watched it and cried a year ago, but watching him with his family and that whole thing was just, just spectacular. So. We've, We've talked, I don't uh, ball, but I'll tear up. And I definitely teared up watching the Tiger recap again, what he did. I mean, yeah, uh, we've talked about a Tiger 2.0, Tiger 3.0. It's, uh, I, li- I like this Tiger. He's, he's, he's more yeah. likable, right? A little more humble. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, um, Bill, is that, is that the, they might've said it on the, on the broadcast. Was that the first time in all of Tiger's wins that he won with a bogey on the last hole? Ooh, that's interesting. I, I'm going to say all all of his wins, all 82. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no too. Yeah. Majors, but I, they didn't talk about it. You want me to do some digging while you're here? I, I, I guys, just think that'd guys. be interesting to know how many times he finished with a when, bogey when he won by a thousand in when he won by a thousand in '97. Um, either the, was it the Masters U.S. Open? He could have quadrupled, right? And uh, <laughs> dude, he could have he could have had like a third, a fourteen or fifteen on a hole and still won. <laughs> he he could have he could have Mickelson at Wingfoot and still uh, ran away with it, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Too soon, it, um, still bitter. Too soon, still easy, bitter. easy. <laughs> Hit it into the garbage pail. <laughs> so, yeah. Jake, how was your Passover? Did you celebrate Passover up in uh, in Nebraska? So we um, virtual yes, Passover, and- maybe. Yes and no. We we tried to do a virtual Passover and then we couldn't time dinner right because the time zone. Seder didn't work, huh? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And I had no way of going out and actually getting stuff. Uh, so we just ended up watching. I think it was on a Wednesday, so we ended up watching Survivor instead. Okay. So we ended up eating. We we ate dinner together, so we had like a makeshift Seder, but not a traditional Seder. Got it. Got it. Um, so so golf. Um, you know, watching the replay, it was kind of cool the way. Um, Nance and, and Tiger were talking on Zoom uh, and chatting and, and sharing some of the inside stories. You got to see the after interview uh, mm-hmm. where he talked about his dad and his kids and kind of that. Did you see on Wednesday night that he had a, um, a champion's dinner with his kids? I did see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it was. What, what was on the menu? Sushi. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that I saw. Riley said there was something else, but she wasn't sure what it was. Um, so interesting. A uh, couple couple news items off ESPN today, guys. I see the uh, where the XFL just can't get a break. They filed bankruptcy today. Um, I knew they, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, McCaffrey signs the richest deal for running backs. Jake, did you see that? I did. Well, earned. Christian McCaffrey. Well earned. That I, I'm a big fantasy football guy. Oh, Bill, um, did you hear that? Bill, yep. yep. <laughs> Jake, hey now. Jake might need an he's owner. a big fantasy guy. Yeah. I might need an owner. He so. ruined me every time I played against him because he was one of the best receivers and one of the best running backs at the same time. You, you just can't beat that. Nope. You, you you and Bill could geek out for especially, about 15 minutes. Especially uh, fantasy, PP, right? PPR, you're, you're screwed. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so look at these stats here. These stats off ESPN, it says um, as far as touches, NFL ranked first with 53% of the – Touches on the on their possessions, forty-four uh, percent uh, of his scrimmage yards first in the NFL, and um, scrimmage TDs first from TDs from scrimmage. So, pretty impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. Twenty-three hundred ninety-two yards from scrimmage. Oof. Yeah. So, Here anything else in sports, guys? Yeah. Anything else you saw this week or watched? Uh, Bill, all right, Mal, why don't you you tried to you tried to watch the horse competition? I think you said you made it fifteen minutes. I couldn't watch it; it was terrible. <laughs> One handed, opposite hand from the foul line. Oh, okay, clank. They were missing more than they were making. It was just terrible, right? Professional <laughs> basketball players going behind the backboard and throwing it over the backboard, and it was the it was terrible television. <laughs> I skipped it. It's funny. I, I saw an it. old highlight on, I think Jeff Chalmers sent it to us on Facebook and it was from back in the seventies. It was a, a horse game between George Gervin and Pete Maravich. The wow. Pistol. I, my money's on pistol. And, and they went, uh, they went, I think 30 minutes. They missed, it, it only switched players three times. Um, but they were doing, you know, Pete, Pete, Pete's go-to was a sit down from like the, the baseline 
you know, and, and made it, you know, cause he used to just get his touch of, over the rim, over the rim. But it was, it was pretty fun to, to watch uh, what they did and their, their shots, but it just, yeah, I guess everybody's just trying to be creative, right, Todd? Absolutely. Hey, um, I, I'm not going to pretend this is a sport, but um, again, if you're bored during these downtimes, Google the Galfon challenge. Phil Galfon is a, a really good poker player, right? So he threw out a challenge um, the first of the year, a Galfon challenge, and a gentleman accepted, and I'm not familiar with his name, and I don't want to try to even guess, but long story short, they agreed to play 25,000 hands, right? <laughs> wow. 100-200 pot limit Omaha. So again, we could, I could geek out about this for a long time explaining it, but so at one point, he was down $900,000, like, oh my. to this guy. <laughs> he, took a, he took a month off. Apparently, these guys are friendly. Um, they agreed on terms. They agreed on taking breaks. Again, started in January 1st. It ended last night with Galfon up slightly, right? But they call this, like, what is it? With, like, 700, not 700, like, I, I don't want to misquote, but a majority of the 25,000 hands in, he was down $900,000. And by the way, it could have kept going down south, right? There's no guarantee it's going to go back up. So he was exposed for so much. Um, So Google it, look at it, maybe check it out on Twitter. It's pretty interesting read. But his wife, Farah Galfond, they showed videos of her watching. And first of all, throughout this whole thing, she was so supportive. He was so cool about it. He's like, I got him right where I want him. He was very mellow, very good sport. But Last night they showed videos and it was it was pretty it was pretty cool to see how relieved and happy uh, they were um, to do that. So again, if you're trying to kill some time, look up uh, the Galfon Challenge um, poker. Google it and see what you see. Is that her, Farah? That Sorry. your little yeah, that's Farah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll watch there that. I'll watch that. <laughs> Couldn't find anything on Tiger, so I just went to Farah Galfon quickly. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, so let's, let's just tease the, the NFL draft. It comes up next week. Uh, we're starting to hear a lot of conversation. It's going to be really interesting, guys, because the, um, you know, the war rooms have been reduced basically to nine or less people, right? They can't have more than 10 people in a room. Uh, the, so the GM and a few people are uh, going to put a lot more pressure on them. They, they're, you know, they're working the phones and things like that. Um, there will be no athletes at the event. There will be no fans at the event. Jake, what's your thoughts on, you know, uh, you're, you're closer to the, uh, obviously you're, you're, you're at the wheelhouse of the players' ages. Uh, we're all at the wheelhouse of the GM's ages. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you think there's any chance that the Bengals don't take Burrow? Mm. No, they're going to take Burrow. Well, like hometown kid, basically grew up in the Ohio area. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a quarterback because what they have isn't working. Um, it's just a nice – it's just – it's a sexy pick to go sure. pick Burrow after the, after the year he just had. Um, everything's pointing at them picking him, and I think he's probably going to fit their scheme a lot better than, let's say, taking a chance on Tua, who's coming off an injury. And you know other teams want Tua. Um, yeah, I just – I don't see – I just don't see a situation where they don't pick Burrow. You think there's any situation where they might uh, trade down to uh, the Redskins – just try and flop one versus two, knowing that the Redskins probably aren't going to take um, Burrow, having just got Dwayne Haskins. Um, maybe try and get like, a couple extra picks, or do, do you think they risk it? Almost like on Survivor, you give away the immunity necklace, and you get voted mm-hmm. out, and they take Burrow just to trade him to, a, to, to someone further down. Mm. That's interesting. I just don't see the Redskins giving up that pick because they, they don't gain anything from it because they're not going to pick Burrow. And you can try to draft Burrow and then try to dish him out. Um, it's but then you're going to lose Chase Young, yeah, right? I was going to say, it's not the same as getting one of those other skilled players that you're going to need. Yeah. To take a gamble to pick Burrow to dish him out to another team. That's why I don't think it's gonna, that will work. There's only a handful of teams that would probably trade for that first overall pick to get Burrow. But I don't see too many teams kind of vying for that. So what do you guys think happens with Tua? Mal, Bill, I mean, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of sources originally just on the draft board say he's going to go to Miami. Um, but there's hey, a lot Jake, of what-ifs, what right? Yeah. Jake, are you a uh, – And didn't mm-hmm. like the interview. 
I heard that on the radio today. That they did a virtual like interview, the interview with, they did with him. him. And they were talking about trying to figure out a way to get him. And it doesn't sound like they were going to do it now. Hmm. Jake, are you a Dolphins fan or a Bucks fan? Uh, Jets fan. Jets. Oh, Jets. how'd that happen? Where the hell did that come from? What the uh, hell? Dude, you had all these choices. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I take after my dad on that one. All right. Gotcha. So, so let, let, let's just go around the horn and talk about our teams. J- Jake, let's start with you then. The Jets mm. got to go offensive line, right? I mean, if they're going to do anything with Darnold, yeah. they've got to protect they, him, right? You got to reinforce the offensive line. And then. And they pick what, six? They needed. Yes. Uh, but they, they need to get. They need this draft. They need to focus on reinforcing offensive line, maybe giving some weapons on offense, yeah. especially in wide receivers, and then kind of using the rest of those higher picks to kind of reinforce the defense. I think because they well, have listen, it's it, gonna be really temp- it's it's gonna be really tempting if Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb's on the board to go mm-hmm. offensive line, but in order to give Darnold time to throw to anybody, they're gonna have to get an offensive lineman, right? They're gonna have to they bypass to. the sweet pick. And go for the safe pick. Because he can't do it on his own. He needs the line to give him enough time, and they just don't have that right now. Uh, so that's why I think if, if I was in their shoes, that's exactly what I'd be focusing on is reinforcing that offensive line. Uncle Tio. See, that's, that's the philosophical question. And my, my dad had a very strong opinion, probably still does if we asked him. Do you go for needs or do you go for best player available? And his philosophy mm. is always you go for best player available and then – um, because you can fill in or trade to get offensive linemen. So interesting that you indirectly brought that up, Sean, with the, the Judy um, uh, analogy. So the funny thing is in Atlanta, the big story is is apparently Todd Gurley is taking the number 21 Ooh. without Neon Dion's blessing, uh, primetime, Dion Sanders. So that, that's, the, that's the main story. So I'm kind of like, yawn, who, who cares, right? Wow. <laughs> well, so, you know, obviously receiver heavy – uh, draft right. I mean, you got Jerry yeah. Judy, you got uh, C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb, you yeah. got Henry, Henry Ruggs, you got jo- Jason or Jordan Jefferson or the Jefferson T. Higgins. Kid. Um, you know, you got a really stop uh, the kid out of Arizona State, Bill uh, Iafrady oh, or Ioki. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They say he's. They say he's probably the best receiver once he's re- once he's caught the ball. Best after the catch. Um, so they say five might go in the first round. Uh, uh, Mal, what are you? What are you and Bill hearing about Tampa? <laughs> There's clearly a lot of excitement with uh, Tom Brady coming here. Uh, Did you guys know that Tom Brady is a Buccaneer? I just to make sure you knew that. Who? <laughs> a couple of yeah. trademarks that he that he uh, yeah. trademarked. <laughs> TB twelve. Uh, TB. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Brady. Tampa Bay. TB by uh, TB uh, uh, times TB. Um, <laughs> he he trademarked all those. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. Come on. Yeah. One of the rumors is that uh, we'll end up with uh, Jameis as his backup. Wow. 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 Well, in the draft, well, though, it's going to be – It's got to be O-line in the draft, though, first round, right? They're taking an offensive lineman. They need one. Same thing. Some interior yep. lineman to, to protect to protect the uh, 43-year-old. They, they picked pretty far out, <laughs> like 19th, I think, or 18th. Four, 14. 14. I think it's 14, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a good defense, though, Sean. Sean, what about your what about your bungles? Bill or Bill or Mal, any talk to Gronk? They're not my bungles. If I if I pick a team in, in Ohio, it's gonna be the Browns. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Hey, <laughs> you can go hey, uh, way. Bill. Bill, quick story, and Sean, sorry to jump in, but I think your older brother Jot um, has said, uh, and this was when I was like twenty when I met him. He wanted to uh, <laughs> buy a keg of beer. And three shovels that have Sean, John, and I dig redig the Ohio border and put Cincinnati and Kentucky. So he, he, he told me that one. Yeah. You're going to move the river. You're going to move yes. the river. Just yes, awesome. Re- rezone with it with a shovel, Kentucky. Bill. With three shovels. Well, but if you had a keg of beer, you could do it. Yeah, that makes sense that way. Yeah. Mike Mike Mulligan and a steam shovel. So. Um, any other sports you guys want to chat about? Otherwise, we'll just go to the the. What the, what is there to chat the Mount, about? The Mount There's Rushmore. No There's, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do the Jake, Mount Rushmore. Jake, well, let, let me put Jake on the spot here. We, we got a couple Florida grads on, and uh, Jake, favorite memory. Let's go. Favorite memory football and favorite memory basketball of your time in Gainesville. Hmm. Hmm. Does it have to be when I was covering the team, or can it be when I was? Uh, <laughs> any like of your four, Any of your oh. 
Well, yeah, not, not when you were 10 and they... Let's say, yeah. let's say bat- basketball was easy. That's going to be the Chris Chioza uh, against Wisconsin. Uh, in Madison Buzzer Square Garden. Shot. In Madison Square Garden. I got tackled into a table at like oh. 1 a.m. watching with everyone. In a good way. In a good way. Okay. Was, we were all celebrating. Everyone was staying up to like 1 a.m. This was at the fraternity house. Um, yeah, and we were just going completely crazy because we just watched this guy run basically the full length of a court in three seconds. And, and it's it just something you've never that seen. Game, that game was super late because the game earlier, I think went to overtime. Don't say anything, Jake. Did any of you guys know who the game earlier was in Madison Square Garden? Jake, who, who played earlier that went to the overtime? Wasn't it South Carolina? South Carolina, that, and they yeah. beat I forgot who Baylor. I forgot who they played. Yeah, they yeah, beat I Baylor. They played. Yeah. But I knew it was South Carolina. because. But that game went so late. Remember, Wisconsin scored to take the lead – yeah, on a long three pointer. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, yeah, and was okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. and then football, football ooh, probably two. Um, both were Tennessee against Tennessee. I think you can, I think you can name both moments: the heave, the cleave, and the yep. Antonio Callaway touchdown run. Yep, both were like guys. In, what's with you, Gators, hating the ball so much? I love it. <laughs> It's, it's two easy. Fantastic <laughs> moments. Two fantastic. I mean, moments. there's so many schools closer, but no, it's Tennessee. It's always Tennessee. Two, 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 two moments, Jake, that you couldn't really script, um, and and they, they both happened by Florida against Tennessee. Just has to be such a dagger in Tennessee's mm-hmm. heart, um, because I guarantee, if those plays were just showed over and over again on Twitter every time, you know, it's just it, it's so beautiful, and every time you watch that, you know, and you know, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing to watch. So I would say a contention for third place was the, I think it was Brian Edwards. He had a pick six against LSU in 2018. Do you remember that game? Yeah. It was the one that basically put that game away. Yeah. Uh, was that Brandon Spikes? No, no. That, that was years ago. Oh, it was Brandon Spikes yes, it was, years it was, ago. It was Edwards. You're, yeah, it was Edwards. Right. So Brad, Brad Stewart had a pick too, I think, at the end. But I think that was, was Burroughs. That, that was Burroughs. I think first interception um, yep, of the year of the season. Yes. Yep. Yes. That I would okay. say that's probably third place. That was pretty loud. That was a loud moment in the swamp. Nice. Todd was Sean, there, super loud. Sean, I got, it was incredible. I got two quick ones, and they're both topical. Um, first of all, Bill, not only were we all from Florida, but we're in the same fraternity, Sean, Jake, and I. So I've been, I've been at that frat house. Yeah. I've, I've been there. Yeah. I so, partied on the lawn. Drink got drunk. Football, it was awesome. My, this is, uh, Anthony, you, you were uh, paying such a nice homage and respect to your mom. I, I'd be remiss to say this. Back in 87, uh, 86, I think, Sean, correct me. I went to the Florida-Auburn game. Auburn was ranked like fifth. Florida led by Kerwin Bell was just – had no chance to win. So it was – we were, Florida's down 17 to 10. Kerwinville scrambled through a touchdown 17 16 with five seconds left in the game. <laughs> the whole stadium is, has two fingers up. Two, go for two, go for two. It's my dad, my mom, my sister, myself are the game. Everyone's saying two, and my mom's going, one, let's get the tie. She was going <laughs> for the tie, right? <laughs> is this the sister close to you? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. So you, you, so what, you guys got to do that. Your other oh, older yeah. siblings didn't. Those, that's why they hated us, right? So, um, uh, so mom, wanted, mom was satisfied with the tie. So thank goodness we went for two and one. Basketball. <laughs> they went for uh, two. And, and by the way, Kerwin Bell, who scrambles, slower right? than slower than Peyton Manning. Uh, He's scr- slower than you know, uh, Bernie Kosar on skates, right? <laughs> yes. On, uh, oh, He's terrible. <laughs> he drops back, looks, 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 and then ends up just, just going for it and gets into the end zone. Uh, with wow. zero time on the clock. It was unbelievable, yeah. And the last one, again, trying to get quick. I know we, uh, we could talk for hours, but 1989, Florida basketball won their first SEC championship, I believe, Sean. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was the Dwayne Chinsis, uh, Dwayne Davis, Livingston Chapman. Uh, what a great team. But we were all – it was a road game where we clinched, so we're all in the uh, TV room of uh, DU. <laughs> yes, Let's just say, so it was us, the Pike House, Delta Dot Delta, and Joe's Deli Joe's on the Deli. other side. So everyone was up. Let's just say University Avenue, which is the heart of Gainesville. All of a sudden, there are hundreds of students in the, in the street dancing. 
So you have a topless bandana wearing Sean Carpenter. Like oh. cops are like, dude, you guys have got to get on the street. And he's like, give us five minutes. Give us five minutes. He's got to go. <laughs> and we literally poured on University Avenue and danced in the streets. Yeah, uh, all the journeys met all the doors. Dorms coming out the other side. It was oh yeah, the dorms. The first time we just won the SEC. Yeah, it was at LSU. So, we played at LSU, and um, ah, yes. So man, we were dancing in the streets for a Grateful Dead reference, right? Has, it was pretty. Has cool. Jake seen? Has Jake seen the photo in the parking lot at the Braves game? Mm. No. Go ahead and go ahead and I'll share. find no, it. No, you gotta keep going. I'll find it. Yeah. I, I, oh, you I have. See this. Oh, no, okay. I good. I'll I find it. I got. I gotta see it. <laughs> you might have to change your background to show it, Bill, though, because it, it blows will, out your your, your TV up. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Al, you've waited good. a long time. Let's go. Um, Jake, what we do now is just in the in the homage of all the sports talk shows around the country with nothing to talk about. Everyone's doing like the, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks and Mount Rushmore of, of three guards and the Mount Rushmore of, of backup <laughs> right. centers. So we've, we've been going Mount Rushmore of any subject you want. Last week I did, uh, I did uh, sports play-by-play announcers, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was a good one, a nice discussion. It's, Todd, you did two weeks ago. What was your topic? Uh, Bill did potatoes. Mm-hmm. I think French fries. Uh, French fries. Builded French fries a couple weeks ago. Well, Fast was, food I, French fries. I'm uh, I'm I'm drawing a link. Like, was mine an event like uh that like final round of a mm. Masters you'd want to see? I'm trying yeah, to I remember. What you said. I forget what you said, but uh, yeah, Mal, what do you got this week? You no, know, I I came up with a couple of different ones. The first one was going to be the Mount Rushmore of national parks, but we decided Ooh. not to go with that one. I like okay, that. Put that on the yep. list for another day. Yellowstone um, is the answer. No, it's <laughs> I'm a big Grand sitcom guy, so I thought I would go there. <gasps> oh. Bill likes yeah. that one. I like oh. that one, too. Oh. So on yours, uh, Pasta, that was like a great one. I love that oh. one. Um, but I, I decided, and I wasn't going to do stand-up comedians or just comedians, but Ooh. the Mount Rushmore of comedians. Wow. Wow. Okay, <laughs> well, it's your category, so you get to go first, and then we'll go – We'll just go. Uh, we'll go by order of who does. So, uh, Jake, you'll go last. Now, Jake might have a lot of younger guys that we don't know of, but yeah. uh, we'll go. We'll He's going to go Dane Cook, Mal, Bill, Sean, Todd, and then Jake. <laughs> All right, so, for me, my number one is Groucho Marx. Wow! How old are you? Seriously, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> Jake, Jake is googling Six, Groucho Marx. Sixty-two, my ass. <laughs> 62 my ass. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Exactly. Yeah. I think the manager in a glove and beat you over the head with it. Say the magic word. The boy, sure say the magic word and the duck will drop down. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, but Groucho, if you haven't seen a Marx Brothers movie, they're worth seeing. Oh, he's who's hysterical. Who's next? Henny Youngman? Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Hackett? <laughs> Don Rickles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys who made me laugh. Are okay. Lenny Bruce? And again, another oldie, uh, one of the original stand-up guys. Um, I think he's absolutely, he's like crusty and rude, uh, but uh, hysterical. Uh, Richard Pryor, I thought is an excellent, uh, he's one of the funniest people ever. And George Carlin. Nice. Carlin is is a good one. Yes. Carlin's a wordsmith like nobody else. I got a Carlin story if you'll allow me two minutes. Sure. Please. So uh, Jim Mulaney and I were on some road trip, a buddy of Sean and mine, and he had the cassette, this is how old it was, is um, George Carlin's What Am I Doing in New Jersey? Something along those lines, right? And uh, (laughs) he was talking about uh, when a cop writes you a ticket, he's like, have an attitude. He's like, snatch the ticket from his hands and say, fuck you and your ticket too. F you and your ticket too, right? <laughs> and again, I'm not doing it justice. He's just killing it. So fast forward, I'm with Pete Blank in New Orleans and I've had one too many hurricanes and I see a street cop and I go, hey, F you and your ticket too. And let's just say the cop looked at my buddy Pete and said, get him home, do him a favor right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so no, I got dragged by the ear home back to the hotel. So anyway, there you go. That's my Carlin story. That's good. Bill, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking for my picture. You guys go. All right. So I'm going to go next, uh, Mal. I'm going to go um, – first one I'm going to go with is Eddie Murphy. Um, I think for my generation, you know, Eddie Murphy raw and that whole genre, him, you know, right around that SNL days. That would be another good one, Bill, uh, for future uses is – Five, four best uh, 
SNL care. Uh, oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Cast members. Um, but I'm going to go Eddie Murphy, another, another SNL that I'm going to go Chris Rock. Ooh. I'm going to go Mitch Hedberg. Unfortunately died way too early. Wow. Mitch Hedberg. Brilliant comedian was on Letterman was probably one of Letterman's favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vault right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mitch Hedberg, just that brilliant wordplay on, you know, one of my favorite jokes of his is, uh, I like to eat rice because sometimes you just have to eat a thousand of something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. That's really- and, uh, and Gary Goleman is my who? Wild wow. Guy. Gary Goleman. Gary he Goleman. was on a lot of those shows. Uh, wow. Funniest. Yeah. Comedian just just super smart. Uh, you know, when people tell me a sugar cookie is your favorite cookie, fuck you. Every cookie is a sugar cookie. <laughs> That's, sugar cookie is the worst cookie. <laughs> so Todd, who do you got, man? Uh, Bill, you want to, you, you don't mind me going? No, go ahead. I, I, I'm good. So Sean, once again, you were correct. Half your picks were correct uh, wow. in no particular order. Um, Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock. I mean, just two brilliant, uh, guys. Eddie Murphy lost a little steam. It seemed he kind of, uh, I guess he had 12 kids and just kind of <laughs> faded in the black, but he had a sweet spot where he was just insane. Uh, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, I think, did some of the most brilliant comedy of all time. Jake, if you're bored, YouTube just Chris Rock, you know, yeah. bits. It's just good call. so oh, of good. Course. Especially, especially, you know, at the time, just so uncomfortably funny, right? Yes, um, yes. For for either side of the of the of the, you know, uh, race card, right? It was just such good stuff. Oh, Dave, yeah, awesome. would have been good one too. Hey, right. that's well. Shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. So uh, I didn't even think of Dave Chappelle, but so the next two are little. The next two are a little. I don't want to say obscure, but maybe not what you think of traditional um, comedians. Um, Sean, you teased it. Um, David Letterman, I think, uh, for a late night host Mm -hmm. for years and years and years, his just dry, deadpan um, sense of humor was just just incredible. Um, And the other one is I'm going off Skechel. Howard Stern. Uh, for for years he did a radio show five days a week you know for four hours a day he scaled back he's only doing three days a week now but chris rock was on there and he said and this it resonates on my mind he said he's like you are one of the most underrated comedians in that every day for hours a day like even complimenting letterman he does a 60 minute show with commercials so there's it's it's stern is four hours every day. So, um, and, and, and they all have teams, right? They all have team writers. You got to give them credit too. So that's, sure. that's kind of my little off the beaten path. Uh, first two obvious second two a little obscure. Okay, good. Bill. Let's see. I, I've got to go. Um, Dave I'll absolutely no. Well, I'll put, <laughs> I do want, I do want Chappelle on there. I'm going to go Carlin Chappelle. Good. This is in my age, Eddie Murphy. And then uh, I don't know why this hasn't been brought up yet, but it's a, it's a toss up. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Seinfeld because. Ah, Seinfeld. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta throw him in there. He's, you know, part of that Mount Rushmore. So. Hey, Jake, this will date me a little bit, but uh, I saw Jerry Seinfeld when he was brand new comedian at Gator Growl. Wow. Wow. Back, yes. back when Gator Growl wasn't a musical thing. And I think they just exactly. bought an actual entertainment. Yeah, here, Bill, here's, here's, Bill, that's brilliant. here's some of the, here, brilliant. Here's some of the yeah. comedians we saw at Gator Grawler in our day. We saw Robin Williams, Steve. That's uh, another good one. Um, uh, yeah, really good. Steve Martin, I believe. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, early. Jay Leno, the Smothers Brothers one year. Bob Hope. The Smothers Bob Brothers Hope. was horrible. And then a, a young comedian named Brian Regan uh, who went mm-hmm. on to become hugely famous. So, Bill, that's a good one. I, Jerry Seinfeld just – once again, his whole timing, and he's got you know a great lesson. Bill, you talk about or uh, Mal, you talk about aim and consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, the old uh, I, I share with a lot of agents. Jerry Seinfeld's whole uh, lessons to new comedians. He says, he says, don't try and write a set at one moment. He says, get a calendar and each day write one joke and just put a red X in the in the day. And if you've done that, you've done your job for the day. And just try and get as many red X's in a row as possible. If you miss a day, then just start a new street. But just get as many red X's in a row as possible. And it's a great lesson for comedy. It's a great lesson for anything, right? Just do one thing every day and you can mark the X off. Um, yeah. Bill, that's a good list right there. 
Hey, Sean, hey. when did you turn? When did you turn fifty? What's uh, October you know, of eighteen? October of seventeen. Seventeen. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, hey, um, and by the way, during these times of shelter in place, um, look up uh, comedians in cars drinking coffee. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Seinfeld's show, and um, he did one with Howard Stern, and it was it was pretty good. So. It's great. You're right. Yeah. All right, Jake, finish us off. Let, let's see who you uh, got. So I got Will Ferrell. Wow. I think oh. he counts. I'd say he counts. I love his movies. I think. Just, like I quote kicking and screaming more often than anything else. Um, no Anchorman? So I think I, I was going to get there too, but kicking and screaming is one of those. I have like right. four Alyssa, like, kicking four movies. Is, is, is kicking and screaming a movie? It's a soccer. Yeah. He's a he dad. Coaches, a soccer. He coaches his son's oh. soccer team, gets an addiction yeah. to coffee. Stepbrothers. Goes, Stepbrothers, goes I think, is his, I think Stepbrothers. is his best movie, yeah. Uh, Tiger Dale and Knights. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's a good one. That is so that's good. a classic. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so we got Will Ferrell. That's a good one. Yeah, Will Ferrell. I have John Stewart. Back when he was hosting the Daily smart. Show on Comedy Central. Very smart. He's smart comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Definitely Eddie Murphy. I've seen a couple of pretty good Eddie Murphy movies. I think my favorite's probably Coming to America. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um... If I have to go the last spot, I'd probably go Robin Williams. That's good Just one too. Yeah, his his stuff's good. If I have to replace him with a newer person, uh, John Mulaney, hilarious. Oh, oh, never heard of him. Yeah. Oh hilarious. my god, years uh, running for SNL, right? Still. Big Mouth. You you a Big Mouth fan? Big. Yep. Yep. <laughs> These guys haven't that's seen where, it, so that's why I have him on Netflix. Netflix. He has a uh, comedy show on there. I guess like a like a special on there. Uh, his stuff's just fantastic. Yeah, he's, his he's delivery too. He's he has like a weird delivery, but it works. Really he's well. the one. He's the one. His he he did a great line about. There's a horse loose in the hospital. I don't know if you've seen that clip yet, but it's pretty damn funny. Yeah. That's Mulaney. Right? <laughs> yeah, Mouse Mouse laughing just to build delivery. He said that. He said this no, but that's but that's his like delivery. A couple of weeks ago, he said there's that a horse loose. We had no idea what he was in the hospital. Yeah, you got to see that. I said, yeah, I said no, you know, like a lot. <laughs> Nobody mentioned Robin Williams. Yeah. I said I said Robin Williams. So and yeah. Jake did. I, yep. Jonathan Winters. No, oh, stop so it. He's not, a, he's not a Mount Don, Rushmore Don guy. Don Rickles. Not a Mount Rushmore guy. Don Rickles almost. Oh, Don Rickles is good. I like Don Rickles. I don't yeah. know about Mount Rushmore. Come on. Yeah. Damn, Jake, I, I'm not going to find it tonight. Some oh, of Chappelle's God. stuff that he had on uh, Comedy Central – um, just, just unbelievable. I mean, just mm-hmm. cutting edge, you know, and just, you know, retired really early. Uh, Todd, who was the one that, um, Scott Gervis told Bert Kreischer says, uh, Jake, you might know him. He's probably a little more newer. Is it, that's, that's the machine story. He tells the machine. That's hilarious. okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I've been told we got to watch his uh, Netflix special Bert Kreischer. Um, if you I don't Louis, watch a special Louis CK, Louis CK had some really good stuff. Uh, you know, modern stuff. Um, so Bert, Bert Kreischer, if you don't watch his Netflix special, look up on YouTube, the machine. It's like a 13 <laughs> minute long joke. Um, it's talking about how he goes to Russia as part of his like college class. And just the story that happens there. It's just, okay. Something you, something you have to hear. To All right. Yep. Definitely okay. worth it. Uh, nope. So nobody, nobody said nobody said carrot top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was close. I was really close. I, I wrote this down only because I didn't think we would have one. Are women not funny? Oh, Sarah Silverman's hilarious. I, I right. I'm, I'm my bad for not pulling her in instead of Chappelle. I'm switching Chappelle for Silverman because she is. Her, 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 dude, that's her, not even close. You guys switch somebody else. Her, her take, dude. No, no, no. Her take in the Aristocrats is freaking unbelievable. It's so I think, funny. I think uh, Eliza Schlesinger is pretty funny. She's um, good. Nikki Glazer. I don't see Nikki Glazer. She's oh, funny. What a great podcast. Oh great podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, good point. That's Mal. That's that's some uh, that's Ellen DeGeneres. Right? Right? Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres in her prime. Um, yeah. When she, came out, funny. when she came out as a comedian, not as a, you know, as a, all right, all right. But not she was really, really wrong with it. witty, you know. Um, I, I thought she was she was very funny. 
Good stuff. Tina Fey. Yeah. Tina Fey is pretty funny. Yeah. Tina Fey and Amy really yeah, right right Obviously, Kristen Wiig right now is is you know uh, and Kate McKinnon. Um, no, for, about, for, uh, for all you for all you Office fans, Mindy Kaling wrote so many of those episodes. Funny. True. Super true. Funny. Just yeah. brilliant, right? Yeah. Good call. Mindy Project. Mindy Project was great too. I've never watched it. Is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it's worth binging. It's funny. Okay. All right, boys. Let's uh. Let's wrap it up. We go around the horn, Jake, and just say what you got coming up this week. Um, so what, what is on your schedule this week as we head into the second to last week of April? Hmm. I am working on two more stories, uh, kind of what I talked about before. Uh, but this time, like I mentioned before, it's uh, Brady and Maxwell's track teams. Uh, same concept, just going to kind of talk to some people and kind of figure out an angle that would go best. So that's pretty much going to be my week. And then the weekends, um, I can't really go anywhere. Can't really do anything because everything's closed. So probably going to binge watch and look up some of these comedians y'all have been talking about. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, nice. Jake, do us a favor. When you write a story, I know you probably can't gratuitously just tag the four of us. But if somehow you DM us and say, hey, guys, check out my new story. Uh, we'll get you to become the most tweeted sports reporter in the world. Yes. I promise. We <laughs> That is my goal. <laughs> People are be like, dude, this Jake kid's on like, fire. He's got like 300 weed <laughs> treats from this guy named Sean Carp. I don't know who he is, but he's like, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got you guys. We'll Thank leverage the social storm and all of a sudden have you moving up to, uh, to Omaha before you know it. They do have a paper in Omaha. <laughs> now what do you got coming up this week i know you were out showing houses for the first time in a while so uh I was, what's going on this week uh okay a little bit of the same um we're having a a virtual team meeting tomorrow morning uh we're gonna just go over some database management stuff and we're creating creating some some content that we can uh inject into our action plans uh, that's more topical um, we have, a on the team, we do a Tampa Bay weekend bucket list. So we send out an email to pretty much our whole database of seven, eight, 10 things that are going on in Tampa in a given weekend. But since everything has been canceled, the weekend bucket list is kind of driven off the cliff. So we have come up with, uh, things to do at home and people have been responding back to us. Uh, so we're putting together a list of things that, that people can do while they're sheltering in place, while they're with their kids, with their spouse, with whatever. And it's been a lot of fun just coming up with ideas and, and curating the ideas from other people. Um, after that, somehow I have a virtual listing appointment later in the week. I'm not sure how that's going to go yet, but we're going to pull that off. And, uh, and as Jake said, I'm going to be binge watching some stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's uh, uh, and I'm not going to be going to the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm not. I'm getting. I ate a lot of jelly beans yesterday, and I don't eat sugar. Mm. And I ate a butt ton of of jelly beans. <laughs> Way too many. So I'm. Is gonna, there a I'm, conversion to butt ton? Butt ton. Butt ton. That's a lot. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think what the British equivalent is. Ars kilo. <laughs> Tom, what do you got? So first of all, uh, I'd like to lead off. Uh, so glad to have Jake, uh, Jake on. Um, a great contri- contribution, and uh, again, super proud. Just doing what you do. So keep keep it up, and Jake, and we will uh, we will help you repost and uh, retweet and try to get the word out. So um, thank you. So work wise, um, doing a lot of training. I'm trying to take. They they, they offer one class. Not one. They offer like five classes a day on our academy site. Um, so I'm sharpening the saw, if you will. Uh, today I took a, a class on, on sergeant door closers, um, and it's an hour long, and it's just it's uh, virtually led. And uh, so trying to do that, also trying to touch customers as much as I can. Um, I also when are you gonna, today. When are you going to talk about Colonel Kickplate? Because I like sergeant door closer, but Colonel Kickplate. <laughs> Google sergeant. Uh, it's it's been in New Haven, Connecticut since the 1800s. So um, anyway, I mean, that's I'm pretty sorry, funny. Though. I like sorry it. to interrupt. No, you. no, I like it. I like it. <clears throat> No, I like it. So uh, today for the first time, I, I, one of our distributors here locally, um, they have eight guys working in the office. So I, I bought them lunch. I uh, called Jim and Nick's and uh, spent a hundred bucks and uh, 
they were kind enough to pick it up because I'm not allowed to leave my house according to uh, my company's mandate. So I'm going to start do. I'm going to do more of that. Just a couple, three times a week. Just send guys lunch and just and just touch um, touch them as as best as I can without physically being there. And um, I will end it. And you you know just personally, we can't help others unless we take care of ourselves. And Mel, you kind of you know hinted at it. Stay away from the fridge. But whether it's eating well, sleeping well, walking. Uh, meditating, uh, you know, do something to take care of yourself every day. So you could be better for those around you and, and your customers. So that's my, my little soapbox for the week. Bill, what you got? Well, <clears throat> I went back on my word and I got an episode in the can tomorrow for the podcast. So <laughs> I, uh, I, You're doing I just, it for the people like me who need to hear you, Bill. I just wanted to do something that, you know, we, you can't ignore what's we're going through. So we discuss it at the beginning just for a little while, but uh, it's um, someone I met this past New York, Sean, you met her too. Uh, Amy Patternight of Coldwell nice. Banker. Yeah. She's my guest. And uh, so we get a lot about her story, a classically trained pianist, uh, just some really neat stuff um, growing up in Westchester County and living in Brooklyn and relocating to the burbs of Jersey and how she got in the business. So uh, Amy Patternight, episode 233 tomorrow morning. So, Bill, why don't you expand on the real estate sessions to Jake? To, so yeah, so uh, Jake, I've about. got a, a podcast uh, that I'm nearly five years into in the real estate space. So, uh, Sean was the fifth guest ever on the, the real estate sessions, and uh, his he's been replayed twice. I think he's the most viewed you know, uh, episode, and uh, wow. it's just I just talk to people and. Um, at, there's tons of podcasts in real estate. Most of them talk about marketing, sales, stuff like that. I spend over like half the show just trying to figure out where the hell did you come from? Because how'd you get story, into real man. estate? Yeah, what's your story? <laughs> and uh, and then we talk a little real estate at the end. It's kind of like this show, you know. <laughs> we talk it's right. all sports, but you know, there's some real estate at the end. Um, so, so yeah, Jake, this stare down is is stands for sports talk and real estate stare down. Believe it <laughs> yeah. or not. So, so hey, I just I just talked real estate for about a minute, so we're good. When's the mal episode gonna? <laughs> gonna come the mal episodes uh like episode 157 he's been out okay for a while. Oh, just oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he's, what was it episode 86 oh 86 yeah. i've known yeah. you that long yeah. right holy crap <laughs> i thought it was in the hundreds <laughs> that's right fun, buddy time flies you were ahead of uh you were ahead of uh raj kassar and Raj Kassar. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> he's like how did malafronte get on before me Hey, cool. Bill, I, wa- I want to just go back to Todd's uh, thing, that he, that his uh, webcast. You know, Sargent uh, is a private company, but in general, they're his major source of business. <laughs> Keep going, come on. Come Here on, there's go. more than that, but that was good. Uh, you couldn't work Lieutenant into it? Trivia. Little yes. Sargent's trivia. When I was in high school, I was a janitor there. Ah, okay. One summer. I'm from New Haven. Oh, yeah, so there's- okay. Wow, yeah. Sergeant spelled G E N T at the end. There's no extra A right. thrown in there, right? Yeah. Nope. I was a night janitor there um, uh, two summers when I was in. Uh, Is one that of my right? Mentors. So at the, at the at the manufacturing plant, you were a janitor. Yeah. Wow, small world, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah. And the funny thing is that little belt in Connecticut um, is the hardware mecca. I mean, Corbin Rustwin. There's there's a, t- a ton of little yeah. hardware companies uh, founded there. That's Stanley awesome. Stanley was up there, right? Yeah, so, in Orange. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's that's blew my mind, Mal. That's cool. good stuff, man. So, Bill, I'm not in, I'm not in your zone this week, but I'm I have I think 12 more uh, scheduled webinars this week. Um, wow. I go to uh, tomorrow morning to uh, Northwest Arkansas. Wednesday, <laughs> I'm in um, with Stephanie Serzlin's rookies in Iowa nice. City. Uh, then I go to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Then I go back to Iowa City for Stephanie's entire company. Uh, then in, on Friday, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and I'm really excited, guys. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon, I am one of the two spotlight agents on the National Cobble Banker Virtual Expo, along with Vice President of Marketing, David Marine, uh, myself, Jessica Edwards out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Bill, they're expecting oh, 7,000. She, she did all the videos. Music videos, yes. Jessica Edwards. Oh my God. Not, not that's music awesome, videos, dude. but uh, yeah. <clears throat> they're a pair of videos. So yeah. they're expecting about 7,000 nice. uh, people on that call. Mm. So I'll get a chance to talk about my 4 H club and my, and my five T's. And uh, my, will, my, will you say something to Marine? Will you say something to Marine for me? Sure. What do you want to say? It's really sorry about Syndicard. Syndicard, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's surgery. He's out for the year. So yeah. yeah. Big I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. 
Too soon, Jake. Too soon for Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one, one quick point, Bill. It's kind of back to your data bank is, is the date or database data bank. Um, so I send out a birthday message today to one of my clients on behalf of his son. It's his son's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never met his son, son Michael. So I send him a message and he responds back almost immediately now. He says, thanks, Carp. That's awesome. I need to buy you beers when this is all over so I can learn what you do to bring to my software industry, right? Like just, just how do you do this? Wow. Right. Wow. And, that's um, awesome. and, I, yeah. and I text him right back and I say, why wait until this is over? Let's just meet up over zoom for a beer. Nice. nice. I said, how about, how about four thirty on Thursday? He responds back and he says, you're gonna make me work all day. How about four o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> so I send him, I send him a meeting request and that the meeting request subject line just says Tito's talk. <laughs> Nice. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. Nice. So kind of just cool that, that people like pick up on, you know, that little yeah. thing, Bill. That's cool. Uh, you remembered my kid's birthday and, um, you know. Dude, uh, huge. Send them, send them today's Carp's Corner. Oh, okay. yeah. By the way, I've been sharing the shit out of that Carp's Corner. I you shared know. it all over. You pine, no, you no, find, no, you no, finally put the first the, time I put it in writing. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm sharing it everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. It'd be, it'd be great after your talk when you travel around to say, yep. download this article and, you know, Boom, here's the grab this. It's perfect. Yep. Yep. This is it. So. Yeah, it well, looks hey, good Jay, for you. Thanks for jumping in. Well, well, while we're still on on quarantine, would you mind jumping in in future weeks and we'll talk NFL next week? Sure. Sounds good. Cool, man. Well, hey, on behalf of Jake then and Mal and Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. Guys, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And thanks for listening to the Stereo.